What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Um, bear with me. Trying to get some things together. It's been a while since you've seen the queen, but... Um, we're going to talk about all in less than two seconds. Let me... Got baby mama on the phone. Baby mama, you know, it's been forever and a day. Forever. It's been a day. Hey, strictly for the listeners, how are y'all feeling today? It's been a while since I got a chance to chat with, with you guys. I'm so happy to be speaking with you guys today. Be my therapist for today. Girl, we both need a therapist. I'm trying to tell you, we we we're gonna, you know, yes, the brightness on your phone. So. We 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 definitely need some therapy. We need some some good times. We need some, you know, of everything that's going on. I don't even know what I'm live on and where I'm live at at this point. Um, but just so y'all know, um, Daniel's on. He said, um, "What's going on, Queen? Welcome back. Thanks, Daniel." Um, a lot's going on, Daniel. We're going to talk about it all tonight because um, the queen is going to vent out tonight, and um, we're just going to talk about the real because I'm tired and I've been going through so much, and um, I guess I'm about to put y'all in my business. I'm sorry, I had to um, pose for something. <laughs> y'all know I got a lot going on. Um, it seems like Tamika Mitchell is on, Daniel's on, and my daughter is actually on. Uh-oh, first time she's ever watched me. Oh, goodness, I'm out of still. I'm live. Y'all mad Young boy Daryl Robinson on. He said, uh, hello, hello, Daryl. Um, I am going to let go and let God trust me. I'm going to let it all out tonight. Y'all are going to hear um, everything in every little way that I can in pajamas tonight, just that much going on that once the queen finishes this show, the queen will be in bed, and hopefully that will be a better for me. Um, Titan's on, Titan says, this was good, Titan, what's up, bro? Um, he said, baby mama. So that's hey, Titan. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, so... Um, I'm just excited about, you know, the fact that I'm back to talk to y'all, but I'm not excited about the things that I want to talk to everybody about. Y'all know me. I'm trying to do my invites real quick. I just want to let everybody know the group is on. While, baby ma- while, while, my, while Queen Amina, my baby mom, I'm sorry, strictly for the listeners, you know, she sends out the invites. You know, let me just, I've been missing from you guys for way more than two weeks. I've been gone for, like, almost six weeks, it feels like. So a lot has been happening in my six weeks. Um, I've got a 14-year-old high schooler now. You know, that's why I missed the last show with her birthday. 
Um, I want to give a shout out to Liana. Happy belated, belated birthday. Um, also within that time, um, next week is my other baby birthday. She's gonna be nine. So shout out to Alea for next week because we're not gonna be on the air doing her show. I mean, doing the show next week. So shout out to Lele. Um, she's gonna turn nine. So I mean, you know, I'm getting a little bit young. They getting old, and I'm getting young. Um, mm-hmm. also within that time. I beha- I became a godmother to a son, and I was so excited for him because you know I got daughters, so it was like so excited to have like a godson. And um, he lived he lived for nine weeks, and then he recently just passed away last week. So I want to give a shout out to Cash. You know he's my now my new guardian angel, literally, because he was only nine weeks old. Um, hurt my whole heart with that one. Rest peacefully, cash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's just so that's some of my ups and downs that's been happening. This is why I need therapy. And 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 Callie, and Cash was also a twin, and her and her name was Callie. And today Callie also got hospitalized because she got bronchiolitis. So you know I'm praying for her to make sure that she's okay. You know everybody, she's like now like the little spoiled princess because the prince. Is now in heaven, so so that's a little bit of my ups and downs. So, Queen, baby, yeah, Queen, ma'am, I'm here. You just hurt my heart. So, I'm trying to be strong for this show. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm trying to be. So strong for the show. Um, baby mama, you hurt my heart early in the game. I already had a lot of sad stuff to talk about. I was trying to be at least a happy, smiling, go lucky me for at least an hour. Didn't allow that. Um, but we going to start cash and we going to say a prayer for Callie because we want her to get better. Um everything that's going on, because, you know, to come into this world and be here for such a short period of time, heartbreaking. Real quick, Brother Rob and my cousin Lulu are on. They said, hey, Queen, what's good, what's good? Um, it has been a very long time since we spoke to you guys. I mean, it's really been about, it's been about six weeks. It definitely has. And in that six weeks, the doctor has been kind of going up my ass and down my throat all around these corners trying to figure out what is wrong with me. And um, today was my post-op for the procedure I had done on August 25th. And uh, I kind of had a revelating morning this morning. And this morning helped me realize exactly what I need to do and why I need to do it. And... That's why it breaks my heart for tonight's show. It does. It really does. Um, Size to death, you know, but my my health is it's important, and I can't keep, you know, um, staying up. But the queen is actually an early bird, you know, and I'm tired, and I'm on a few different medications, and after my episode today, they put me on two more, and then they sent me to another specialist, and I'm going to get to the bottom, 
you know, um, it's just I don't want to put you guys too much into my business. Just know, but let me double check my life insurance. Let me make sure I have things. Oh, wait, wait, wait,
four times award winning. And I am so proud of my poet family. You guys have pulled it together and done everything that y'all needed to do to put that mark on the world. And Black Ice, I want you to continue to change Chicago. I mean, the queen cannot be with you. I'm sorry. I mean, but I know you got Black Ices, that tall chocolate drink of water. She got your back. You got all of the poet family. And everybody is going to continue to do their part to help change Chi-Town and help build Chi-Town in the memory of our beautiful sister, Miss Conception. So Black Eyes, Kylie, because um, I cheat that really tune in too often. I love you guys. But the queen first. And um. Uh, I'm definitely going to. I'm definitely going to. Um, it's like we're going to talk about the young girl in Chicago. I have to talk about this tonight. I have to. But Ohio, but I just wanted to first let everybody. And I love you guys that much. Wonderful doing the show. It has been totally, totally wonderful talking to you every second and fourth Wednesday for almost two whole years. You guys have been part of my agenda. You guys were part of my goals. You guys were part of my lesson plans to the kids. And honestly, I hope and pray that everybody that got to bless my mic and touch my show, I hope and pray that you continue to let yourself thrive. I hope and pray that you continue to make the moves that you are making. To Kim Collins, please continue to build D.C. and help bring back all our girls. Kim Collins, you are everything. To Lamont Carey, what in the world can you not say about Lamont Carey? I want you to continue to change our men, build our kings, continue to reform our prisons, and continue to let your poetry voice kiss our earwaves. You are awesome. You're very awesome. To Titan and Brother Rob, I want to thank you two for being the most special, most outgoing, communicative Friends and poet that I've had. You, Brother Rod will make a point to come. If the queen is not feeling good, Brother Rod will come and see the queen just as they act. Let's take a walk. Let's, even if there's a five-minute talk on my porch, Brother Rod will make sure I'm all right. And all the way from Cali, Titan will make sure that the queen is 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 breathing. Brother Rod and Titan, y'all do things for me my own blood don't do. And I love... You guys, so unconditionally, you can call me for anything. Y'all going through drama with y'all girlfriends, call me. I'll come and kick their asses for y'all. I need y'all to know that. Y'all are that important to me. Matt Spiesel, you are so special. And I was dead serious. For your graduation present, I want to buy you a backdrop because I feel like your voice, your style, your aura, your essence is epic. Okay? It's epic. And more people need to hear you. More people need to know that there are people out there in the world that are changing worlds and changing lives one poem at a time. 
Because we know even if we can't get out there and do the front lines, we're going to do what we can to make sure we are heard and that we are changing things that need to be changed. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Big Mike, you definitely chime in from time to time. I appreciate you. I definitely, definitely do. Dub C's, you can sing to me anytime, 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 anytime. And Larry, you know you're crazy as hell, you know, but you still, we, we, we brown in the paint. We definitely brown in the paint. We are. And um, I just want to say, honestly, uh, <laughs> this has been a ride. And I want to thank Black Ice. And it's so crazy because Black Ice found me, the queen, at a time where I had just had a surgery then. And I was so down, and I stopped writing. My inspiration left. My motivation skipped out. My essence to want to be disappeared. And Black Ice appeared out of nowhere via Facebook Messenger. And as much as I hate Facebook Messenger, Black Ice appeared out of nowhere and said, listen, Queen, I'm reading your words, but I feel like everybody in the world needs to hear your sound. Everybody in the world needs to hear the things that you are saying because you don't realize you can transform girls into women. And the fact that this man all the way from Chi-Town, and I was in New York, and I'm Philly-bound in New York, so I never went through Chi-Town. So the fact that he heard me, saw me, read me, and felt like all of you needed to know me, for that I can never stop thanking him. So Black Ice, I appreciate you. I, I truly, truly appreciate you. And I know for everybody that loves Strictly for the Listeners and talks about his I'll entertain and I am, trust me, I love you guys. I love you. Because you are here for me, especially on my Wednesdays, on my hump days. And sometimes I be down on Wednesday, and I can be having the worst Wednesday ever. And I will get on strictly for the listeners, and you guys will make my everything. You'll make my everything. And um, because of that, it was a poem um, that I want to bless you guys with real quick. I mean, uh, I'm going to try my best to make it fast. It's just, it's, it's, it's just. I love y'all, and it's hurting me that I need to go. It is. It's hurting me really badly, but at the same time, I have to go. I have to. I mean, honestly, like I said, I'm sitting here in my pajamas. I'm sweating because the amount of medication my doctor just gave me today, just today alone, is ridiculous, and I'm not used to it yet. So it kind of got me sweating. It has me doing a couple other little things that I'm not even going to mention because I'm sweating for places I don't even feel like I should be sweating from, and it's just ridiculously crazy. So, you know, um, I'm just like, I'm going to do this poem for y'all, and just let me know if you like it, if you love it. However, I'm having technical difficulty on the thing, so I am going to get to the lines. I'm definitely, definitely going to get to the lines, but I wanted to do this poem for y'all first, you know, um, if the computer stops acting a fool, I definitely want to do this song. It's like everything today, you know what? I feel like the computer's acting up because somebody wants me to continue to talk. Um, so I'm actually getting feedback from people who I feel like this is the first time that they watch the show, and I want to tell you all thank you for that. I want to tell you all thank you for tuning in to this show because this is a special show, being as though this is honestly my last show with four-time award-winning 
P-O-E-T Radio, and I am so proud. Again, I just want to say I am so, so proud of Poet. I'm so, so proud of Poet. Poet, you are everything. Like, you really just are. Um, And I'm glad that everybody takes the time to come in and stay a part of the Poet family and build with each other. But I will say this to Poet, to everybody that is on Poet, Poet, I love you guys very, very much, but I want to be very honest with you guys. You guys have to start kind of, I don't want to say it and sound rude at all, at all, at all, but you guys got to start supporting the people that are not in in, in Chi-Town just a little bit more, just a little bit more, okay? Um, Again, like I said, I, I love Poet to death. I love you guys to to, to death. I do, but again, you you have to support the people that aren't in Shottown a little more. Because I I know in my two years being part of um, Poet, I discussed the fact that I opened a publishing company, Show It Well Publications. You can find it online, showitwellpublications.com. Um, I'll put the link in a couple places. I also shared the fact that I had poetry books out too and a novel out as well. And I want to say only two people, Brother Rob and Titan, bought my book or supported me or shared me in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I want to be very honest. Everything that I did when it came to Poet, the only two people that made it their business to share and promote and support Titan and Brother Rob. And Brother Rob is in the DMV with me, and Titan is in Chicago. And for Poet to be based out for poet to be based out of Shawtown, we have to Shawtown. You got to stand up a little more for the people outside, because I know you know. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in Shawtown, and I know this because even though I wasn't in Shawtown, I shared everything that everyone did in Shawtown. Everyone, every part, every person that was a part of poet, no matter where you were, whether you were in Ghana, whether you were in Nigeria, whether you were in Cali, whether you were in Florida, whether you were in Texas, whether you were in Chicago, whether you were in New York, every person in Poet family that shared anything. If I seen that you were a part of Poet, I shared you. I shared you. I promoted you. And if I could not afford you, because before this marriage I was a single mom before, so if I could not afford you, I didn't. I didn't buy you, but I supported you in some way that I could. And I want to say I only received maybe 5% of that love back from Poet, and I'm going to be very honest. And I love you guys, you know, and I don't hold nothing against anybody because personally you don't know me face-to-face, but the support in a group should always be there. It should always be there for everyone, no matter where they're located, no matter where they are in the world. I'm just being very, very honest with you guys. Um, but, again, like I said, I'm not holding that against anyone for any reason because I love you all to death. I do. I just wanted to speak on it because I felt like, you know, if people don't speak on things that are wrong, then other people don't know that they are wrong. So I just wanted to let you guys know you're not in the wrong, no, but, you know, not supporting all of your fellow poet brothers and sisters is a bit dis- discerning. I was a part of Poet. I've been doing the show, like I said, almost two years. You know, you've got to support everyone. You know, you can't just pick and choose. You got to support everyone. You know, and no matter where I am, you know, whether I'm in the hospital, whether I'm at work from home, whether I'm trying to sleep and ignore the world, I'm always going to support poet. Anything any of you post, share. As long as you don't unfriend me and block me after this show, you know, 
I'm going to always share you. I'm going to always support you. I'm going to always subscribe to you. I'm going to always make sure that, you know, a couple of you I'm definitely subscribed to on, my, on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well, and I want to say maybe only three people out of Poet is subscribed to that as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm speaking on it because, you know, like I said, some people don't know what's wrong unless you speak. And that's for my Poet family. But when it comes to my actual family family, listen, it's been a long, a long, hard road with my family family. And this year has showed me some things that I don't think I was ready to see or ready to continue to see or even admit to myself even truly really existed anymore in my family, you know. But um, I want to say strangers supported my surgeries and my procedures more than the people that should have been there loving me and making sure I was okay, even if it was a phone call, even if it was a text. These are texts and phone calls I still have not gotten. And when I tell you I had a surgery and a procedure within seven days of each other and I still haven't gotten those calls or texts, it's kind of sadness. So these are some of the reasons why the things that the queen is going through, I'm letting go. I'm letting go of a couple things. And like I said, this I love y'all, but this is definitely my last show with strictly for the listeners, because I have to put the queen first. I have to worry about what the queen has to do for herself, for her health, for her mental stability, because right now I feel like the devil is working hard on me, okay? He's working hard on me. He is trying to mentally and spiritually tear the queen apart, and the queen refuses to allow it to happen. But he's real. And I'm going to be honest, he is definitely trying. He's trying me. He is knocking. This, that's what y'all hear. That is the devil. He is knocking on my door so hard. He is trying to test my faith. He is trying to test my belief. And I refuse to let him win. I, I do. And this is why I have to cut out a couple things in my life right now for me. Because if I don't have my mind right, I can't motivate y'all the way I want to. If I don't have my spirit right, I can't love y'all the way I want to, you know. And if I don't have my focus straight, I'm going to be all over the place. And I have two little ones that are still here. I mean, all my kids are home now, thank goodness. Um, But my son goes to the Marines on Monday, proud of him. My daughter's home for a little while to save money. But I honestly have two little ones, 13 and 8. And if I lose my mind, I'm going to be very honest. I don't see anybody coming to save them, except Titan and Brother Rob. <laughs> you know? No, I'm playing. But I don't. I really don't see anybody coming to save them because if people weren't even going to call me to say, hey, you had your surgery on Friday, you, you still breathing, I know nobody's going to call my kids and say, you know what, your mom just passed away, come stay with me for a while. And that's the sad part. And that was the nail in that coffin that made me say, I have to cut out things but I continue to be me. Now, I'm not saying this is the end for the queen. I swear to God I'm not. It's not the end for the queen. But what I'm saying is it's time for the queen to rebuild herself internally because I'm falling apart inside, y'all. Y'all can't even tell. This is why I got on my pajamas. This is why I got on my pajamas because I am falling apart. But I'm going to get to the lines because I know y'all have a lot of things y'all want to say. Because you had a lot. Going on in the ground. But they 
Got anything you want to say before we start? I mean, I think you pretty much said everything you needed to say, you know. Um, I just want to say, you know, like I said, thank you for allowing me to be a co-host for a little while now. You know, I thought that they was going to come and be my therapy, and I thank you all for listening to me, telling me when I was right, wrong, just allowing me to have my opinion. Um, thank you. You know, thank you to the poet for allowing my baby mama to have this platform, you know, so that y'all can hear us. Be us when nobody's listening. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, you know, I, I want to say thank you to that. And um, and you're going to get better. You know, like I said, we going to get through it. We're going to figure it out. Um, and now we can just get to the phone line. And real quick, to anybody that has lost anybody, I want to say I'm praying for y'all. I am. And speaking of you having my back, I'm sorry, I'm going to get to the lines, I promise. But speaking of you having my back, people don't understand our friendship and our relationship because we both have a child by the same person who is not a part of our children's lives, but we banded together as mothers to make sure that our daughters grew up together, and people don't seem to understand that. I don't know why. But, baby mama, speaking of friendship, that brings me to the young lady in Chicago. Chicago, y'all got to do better, and that's why I'm glad the Poet family is there because they are definitely trying to innate change, and I am proud of them for that. But these young girls took their friend to a party. One of them was paid money. And they allow these men to rape their friend and murder their friend. And I had to speak on this because I'm being real, real honest. There are fake friends out there, and they show you that they're fake. And it's sad that this little girl had to lose her life because as I was scrolling through all the FaceTime, Facebook feeds and all of that, you could see that this, this little girl was friends, friends, friends with at least one of the girls that was there, okay, friends, friends. I mean, there's pictures of them all up and down. And I need to know when your best friend becomes your secret enemy. That hurt. When I tell you on top of everything that I was going through, that killed my everything, everything, to know that she, she thought she was going to a party with her friends and lost her life. And these kids was crazy enough to try to cover it up by saying she left alone without her phone. First of all, I got a 20-year-old daughter. I'm going to be very honest. If that girl was really 19 years old, she didn't go anywhere without her phone, not even to the bathroom, okay, anywhere. So they said that she left her phone and the car keys, and they ended up taking the girl's mom back her car. I have never in my life, Went somewhere with any of my friends that I know are my friends. And me and baby mama have been out a couple times. I've never been out with my friends and I'm ready to leave and I don't tell them I'm, re- I don't tell them I'm ready to leave and I don't leave with them. You came with me, you leave with me. It's been times that I have went places with my homegirls and one of my homegirls be like, oh, well, I'm not going with y'all. I'm going to be with my homie. I'm going to stay where I'm at. 
And I let her. I had to let her know. You came with me. You leaving with me. Because I don't feel like stuff like that is safe. Now everybody don't have to be like me. No, but that situation was beyond messed up. And to this day, to this moment, this little girl's mom does not really have closure because they didn't fully tell her how this child got in the freezer. They they made up a story and said she put herself in there and whatever else. But we all know that that was a lie. And we're not even going even. I'm not even going to say that out loud again because that was the dumbest mess I've almost ever heard. I've also heard a lot of dumb mess lately too. So, I, I, but that was some of the dumbest mess I've ever heard. She was that drunk and high that she wandered in a hotel from the ninth floor, from the ninth floor though, room nine to nine because that's what the girl said on the video. She wandered from the ninth floor all the way down to the kitchen area. Decided that it would be better to be inside a kitchen freezer instead of walking out the front door of the hotel. Now, I can see if they even said she went out the front door and got abducted. But you actually said she went into the freezer and took a nap, and this is what you're saying that she did to herself? All them young girls that were there, as well as the people that raped her, in my eyes, y'all need the death penalty. And I don't like the cops. I don't believe in stuff like that. I don't. But in my eyes, that was premeditated. You set her up. Even listening to the tape. Everybody in the room knew that this girl was there to get raped, except this girl, which means all of y'all are accountable and accomplices. And these are some of the things that I've been seeing on the news that has been messing with my heart on top of the things that's already messing with the queen's heart, okay? And I had to speak on that. So I thank you for always being a real friend, baby mama, because for real, for real, we didn't have to be friends. I could have said to you, you know what, our, our daughter's father is in jail. Our daughters will see each other when he get out in 13 years. Or you could have said that to me. But instead, we decided to say, you know what, they sisters. They deserve to grow up as friends, sisters, and whatever else to make whatever moves they want to make. And I thank you for being a part of my show because when my assigned co-host disappeared, you stepped up. Knowing that you work all day and raise two kids by yourself. And I know you. You like me. You go to bed at 802, okay? So thank you, baby mama, for being the friend that I, I know that you are. I appreciate you. You're more than welcome. I'm going to get to the line. My young girl Byron's on Byron. I had to do it. You know, I did. I love you. Give mommy a hug and a kiss. Tell, tell Bones I said, hey. So, Daryl, I said, hey, you know, y'all got 89 brothers, so tell them all I said what's up. And tell your sister Karen I said what's up. And, give her oh. you know, I love her and I miss her. So we're going to get to the lines real quick. We got a California caller on, and I swear I think this is my brother. So let me let me see. California, you on for Strictly, strictly for the listeners on four. Four. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Four-time award-winning POET Radio. You are on the final Strictly for the listeners with Queen Amina. Are you spitting on supporting? You already know how it's going down, sis. You don't even have to ask. Bro, I was so glad I got to bless your show on Monday. How to do, how to do. Man, you were fire. You were hot. Like, I, Monday was just epic for, for, for everybody involved. It was It was just dope. I loved it. I loved it. And I just have to say, Welcome back, baby mama. I mean, I, I miss you, and I hated to sit in your seat while you was out, but I understood. <laughs> exactly. 
Thank you, Sayana. I know you did an awesome job. Awesome, awesome. I, you know I had to hold it down. You you already know. Family uh, family come first. Family above everything. But I'm saying, that's why I said sometimes family is still that water, but it, it's definitely that real family. And Shamanada, I love you, boo. I'm going to hit the lock on the door. I got you. I didn't know you was knocking. I know you want to come today, so just, you know, thank you for supporting. Um, but Titan, I yeah. want you before you, I know you're supporting, and I know you're going to spit something for us on my final show, but um, how do you feel about what happened with Kay Jenkins? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about friends? friends? How do you feel about this? the fakeness and the sadness and the new culture that thinks that raping people and setting people up is naturally natural. How do you feel about this? I, all I can say is throughout my life, and, and I even live this way now, I've lived a very lone wolf type of type of lifestyle. You know, I have friends, and it's I can count them about on one hand. I can't even count them on two, but... My real closest friends, I can count on one hand, and those are the people that I hold in my highest regard, you know. So all I can say is be, being a loner for the most part has, has actually helped my situation, you know. And I always say if I'm going to get in trouble, I'm not going to bring nobody else down with me. If I get in trouble, at least I know it will be me. I won't, I won't be able to point the finger at nobody or nothing, but this whole situation in Chicago – it, it it hurts my heart deeply, that down down to the core. Like, I don't know what made you say, okay, you woke up, you said you got on Facebook or whatever, talking about how blessed you were, and then you proceed to do some some maniacal bullshit like this for yeah, no good reason. Something. It's your, it's your birthday, and as your present, you set up a a girl. That that was what you're requesting on my 19th, 20th birthday. I want to watch somebody get raped. Like this was your birthday celebration. This was what you know. So that, that's why it confused me. The whole situation confused me, and it hurt me. And I didn't mean to cut you tight, but that situation. When I tell you, it's touching me because I have a 20 year old daughter who makes a lot of female friends. And I tell her all the time, be careful when you go play with people because you never know. You know. Who yeah. might be secretly with you, but secretly praying for your downfall at the same time. So, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, that is definitely true. I'm looking at Laurie's uh, comment right now. Yeah, unfortunately, it is true. I wish it wasn't. I wish the times we live in was not accurate at all because it's just ridiculous. The, the the life that everybody is trying to live right now, they can't because it's being foreshadowed by somebody's negative hatred, not only of themselves, but they hate themselves so much that it impulses through their body and they radiate that hatred towards everybody as a whole when the situation they could be fixing right now is within themselves internally. So this is just it's beyond me and... I look I, I look at my, my niece and my nephew a little closer than you know than I normally would. I'm not I don't even live with them and I just keep them I keep them in my sights almost at all time. I'm asking them where are they going or what are they doing or what do they plan to do. They're only seven what, eight and ten years old now, but still. Time is moving, 
every time I look at them, it's like, my God, you're almost tall as me or taller than me. And to me, that scares me more than anything because folks have lost their rabbit-ass minds around here, you know? Yes, so, your daughter's too big. You got the, they got to walk around with pepper spray at 10. It's crazy. It's very crazy. Oh, yeah, and folks look at me funny when I say, "Oh, I just found, I just found a new weapon. I'm gonna buy on, on, on online. You know, I'm about to get this, get that." What are you preparing for? What aren't I preparing for? You know, that's the real question. Titans so high five. You... So Titans to the high five, people. Yes, I'm preparing for everything. I, listen, I got tasers. I got. I'm not gonna tell everybody what I got, but I, listen. Right. So, right. Just so, know yeah. it'll get the job done. That's and, all you need to know. As well, because at the end of the day, I realize a lot of people don't train their children. They're not training their children, but I don't think anybody realizes that. And I'm going to say this in a sparingly way because it's not all racist white folks. It's not. But a lot of these racist white folks literally started gun clubs for their children. So they're teaching their children come five, six, seven, eight, nine to load, shoot, take y'all out. So train y'all children. And I know y'all might say, oh, my God, why are we training them? Because y'all don't see it coming. It's coming hard, and it's coming for real. So, again, like I said, this is, this is just an emotional night. Um, and for Larry, Larry said, no, Queen, yes, Queen, yes. Larry, I'm going to make the announcement again because I made it 12 minutes in the show because you should have been here. I know you at work, but I'm important. This is the Queen's last strictly for the Queen has a few health issues and personal issues that the Queen has to take care of. And, again, as I said, watch Y'all will, or the playback, y'all will understand everything that's going on. The queen cannot fully rehash everything she said because the first 20 minutes of this show I was crying. Y'all know I don't cry, so I'm trying to get over that because this show and the show that we did for Misconception was the only two shows I actually feel like I cried too hard, and I love y'all, but y'all not supposed to be seeing the queen cry. So um, I'm sorry um, that y'all feel like y'all going to lose me, but I'm here with y'all. I done already said I'm not going anywhere. I just have to do what I have to do for me. So I had to come in and say I know it's been six weeks, but I had to do a formal exit to let you guys know I love you and I will be back. God willing, I will be back any way I possibly can. It's up to y'all if you want to watch me on any avenue that I'm on because I keep telling y'all my YouTube channel is there. Y'all got to subscribe. It's picking up. I actually got one person live on it now, and I thank you for that. Thank you, YouTube Queen Speaks. Um, but it's been a, it's been hard. It's been very hard um, watching the things that's been going on. Um, even the young man in Ohio, Mr. Davis. I don't know if any of y'all watched that video, but I shared it with all of y'all. And I'm telling you, I, and I'm sorry that it was the way it was, but I couldn't even watch the whole video. It hurt. When I tell you that it hurt so bad, watching them strip that black man in that store and stomp him, him and beat him totally naked and shove the taser up his barrier and taser. Watching police destroy our black kings, watching our black children destroy each other, and finding out that I got too many medical issues, it's so much going on that the queen, I, I honestly, like I said, I love y'all so much, but I can't, I, I can't guarantee that I will be here every second and fourth Wednesday for y'all because, like I said, even today, I went for my post-op alone. Even today when I went for my post-op, she put me on three more medications. And I, I tell you, I'm hot. I got on pajamas, which means, I mean, literally, I'm barely stand up, but literally, I got on some shorts, 
I'm in front of a man and I am sweating death. I have to do with the queen Larry, I I gave you a shout out before you got on, Larry. I'm going to miss you too. I love you, but you got my number. You can always hit me up. Okay. Black Ice is on. Black Ice, I gave a special shout to you. I I need you to watch. I do. I'm going to be honest, they went from sending me to this doctor, to this doctor, to now i got to go see a whole other specialist. And it's a whole other person trying to get down my throat and up my body and around my corners. And I'm going to tell you like this, after that last biopsy, the queen is hollow inside, and I have to get me together. So as much as it hurts me, I'm not going to keep making me cry, okay? As much as it hurts me to be my last show, I have to do what I have to do. For me, my eight-year-old and my 13-year-old, they need me. I know y'all need me, but they need me. So, But, Titan, you got the floor, baby. I mean, if you got any more questions for me, ask me. Other than that, I want you to spit that fire because I am trying to get rid of these waterworks. They're killing me. Yes, yes. And, and see, the thing is we've been – you've been off for so long. I have I have one of two directions I can go. And um, this is an epic night, I mean, an epic week, actually. So um, I got a short piece, and then I got that piece that I told you about long time ago that I never got to spit for you, so I don't know which one you want. You got to tell me. I want the one that was especially for the queen, because this is the queen's last me for the listen. And since it was for me, by my poet family, I want you to give it to the whole poet family while we're live. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, the the piece that that I wanted that I want to do for you is the um, it's the first ever piece that I did of this kind, and it's it for those who have heard it the last few weeks. You know, you already know how this is gonna go. But Queens, I'm I'm doing this, baby mama. Try not to fall out your seat or drop your phone or nothing. And so, this piece is. This piece is called Mind Fucked. Mm. Work with me. All right, work with me. I want that real shit, no bullshit, fake shit, take a back seat. What I propose is body heat, mind freak. I mean, mind fucked. In your thoughts, I want to lay, then turn you to the side and ride your emotions like energy waves. But when my words crash into your cerebrum, sending chills, like your peppermint patty straight down your spine, can you feel that sensation? You see, I want you to give me your love and let me touch you in a special way that no one has ever dared because in your eyes I see getting ahead isn't totally dead, but getting inside yours is better than wrestling between sheets on an uneasy bed. You think I have a dirty mind? Wait until I wash away your fears and wipe away those tears you think no one sees. I want that mind fuck down bumpy roads that shred tires and need tow trucks. Let's level the field and dig past those dugouts of repressed oppress, then start to undress these issues. I want to... Suck on your doubts until your curly hair turns straight and stimulate your eardrums with words that soothe. I hope that doesn't sound too forward or rude. I want to get your mind wet where your deepest inhibitions 
trickle down your cheek like beads of sweat into your recesses, but no one will be playing. I will be paying attention to you. I don't want your body because your mind is sexier than any physical part and with time becomes bigger, more defined. The only implants will be the words, I love you, when you think you're lonely, holding you close when the world pushes you away, holding, holding, holding you tighter when others have let you go. I just, I don't just want to make love to you. I want to mindfuck the negative out of you. And before I let climaxes explode, I want to unload reassurance that before we part ways from this love train, let me explain. You see, loving you is easy, but mind-fucking you is hard because love requires an unconditional bond, whereas being mind-fucked forces you to relinquish control and let the life venoms go and let your true self be seen now. I just want to see you see the light in your eyes. I'll shine any diamond and see you smile because your spirit is beautiful. To see your head held high because you are strong. Now, can I take off your coat of burdens? your shoes of journey, massage your day, and mind fuck you tonight, and that's that piece. Ooh. Okay. okay. In a new life. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my coat, my shoes, my head scarf. And everything goes. <laughs> oh, that was that was a very, 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 very good one. Because, you know, normally before they can enter my body, they got to get in my mind. So I'm always getting my after. You know, that? this is the only thing I'm just trying to say. You got to get me here before you can get me in anywhere else. No, baby mama did. You know what? I'm going to be quiet on that. Baby mama just did it real good. OMG, OMG, I want to say thank you so much to Paul Wells. He is live on my YouTube feed, and I have never seen anyone speak to me on my YouTube feed. He's actually speaking to me, and I thank you. That just told me I just reached a greater feat than I thought that I would ever reach, you know, at the end of the day. Um, kid, Brianna, I have to get a kid. I'm sorry. Children, I need one of the children, so um, bear with me, you guys. Bro, that poem was awesome. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, that poem only came uh, because I was child. Hey, Larry, still can't believe that the show is in. And Larry, I love you. You got to call in. Um, go get that box from upstairs, please. The box. Bye. Um, 
Um, because I had some good news that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, um, but I, I thought it was going to be a whole presentation type of thing. But um, I guess that person couldn't get free to call in. Um, the way they explained. So I'm just gonna say thank you to everybody that believes in the Queen. You know, because like I said, this is the first time I've I've been doing this almost two years. It's the first time someone has actually spoke to me live when I'm live on Street for Listeners on my YouTube. So I thank you so much, Paul Wilson. He does a lot. He's on everything that I do anyway, so I thank him anyway. He's definitely a strong part um, of everything. And Titan, I'm going to be around to watch you evolve. I'm still going to make my trip out to Cali. You still got to cook for a sister. You know You know that's, that's how you get somebody better. You feed their soul. So I'm coming out to let you feed my soul. Okay? If, if, I need to, if I need to, I will come out there. You tell me. You tell me. You don't have to come to Cali. I'll come to you. Biggest box against the door. You want to come to me? Well, that will work for me. That will definitely work yeah. for me. You know, so um, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I'm just glad that everybody is understanding um, that I have some things to do. Larry said his voice is going. Well, Larry, like I said, you need to watch the feedback. You need to watch the playback. You need to... Um, I, I gave you a shout out. I gave you a five, a little two second tribute. Um, you know, so just, just everybody, just rewatch it. I mean, I, I'm try. I was trying to go two hours, but I'm gonna be very honest with y'all. That new medicine they gave me, I'm hot. I'm so hot. I feel like I am about to just fall out. So, bro, I'm gonna leave you unmuted, and I'm gonna get to the lines again. We got a North Georgia call. I want to get to them real quick. North Georgia, you are on with three time award winning P O E T Radio. This is the four-time award-winning P.O.E.T. Radio. This is Queen Amina on my final Strictly for the Listeners with baby mama Keisha Keith. Hi, Queen. This is Angela Fanazi, also known as the Arsonist. And I sent you a message um, on your page because I, I was trying to let you know that I've been battling laryngitis since last week. And I know that you don't know me, but I support you and your effort to get yourself better, to get healthy spiritually and physically, and know that I I feel so bad that I'm just now coming to the knowledge of you and your circle, but I will continue to support your group. I will continue to support you by unceasingly praying for your recovery and your return. Well, Arsonist, I'm going to be very honest. I've heard of you. <laughs> I have. And I want to say it's true. You never know who you touch because, girl, you touch me. So if I'm touching you, we are spiritually hugging, and that is a, a match made in heaven. So I want to thank you for supporting me. I want to thank you for understanding that I do need to get better. My, I don't. I, I want to get all of my babies to 18, and I got 10 more years for the little one for that, so I have to do what I have to do. And everybody keeps yelling at me to drink water and relax, and I'm not. So I love you guys to death. But I, like I said, I'll be back. Doc, once the doctors let me know that I'm good enough to be me again, I will be back any way I can. But please continue to support. I am going to continue on my YouTube. Um, it's called The Queen Speaks. Um, find me, subscribe. I'll definitely send you a shout-out. And um, inbox me your information. Um, I'm sending out free poetry books in the next couple of days um, just to get people back, you know, saying hello again. So thank you so much. You got a piece for us tonight, ma'am? I'm serious. You have a piece for us tonight? I know your voice is almost gone, but you have a piece for us? Um, well, one of the pieces um, 
Hang on, I got somebody trying to call me, and I'm trying to get them off, okay? Um, my voice is almost gone. But I had a piece that I wrote um, I wrote the other day because, you know, I was just feeling so bad about everything that's going on with people having to, you know, having to evacuate and, you know, everyone's lives just being uprooted with, you know, all the situation with the weather and everything. So this piece is called I Apologize. So I'll try my best to get through. I apologize to those who have had their lives completely unraveled, burned up, blown away, washed away in the middle of chaos and disarray. Please don't think that I have a nonchalant attitude or that is just me quoting cliches when I say pray. Rome was not built in a day, so neither will you be able to rebuild your lives, but you still have your lives. What about those who did not survive? For them, there is no turning back the tide, taking it in stride. There is no lid to fight another day because they died. I apologize. In my personal perception of loss, doesn't fall neatly in place with others' conception of the highest cost. With no gloss, the highest cost to me is life, not things. And what doesn't kill you should make you stronger. Your presence on earth has been granted a little longer, not to squander, wander, or wander, but to face each day with fire, passion, and hunger, to fight and to cherish the blessing you have. That's life. Add those extra letters to your PowerPoint of praise. That I M O N Y to your test to make testimony for the times you did not rest. Change victim to victory. Give God His glory and patiently wait for the rest of the story. Be grateful. Be grateful to be alive to see and hear it, and fight against the negativity aiming for your spirit. And no, I do not take light of your tragic situation. But I will consistently encourage your determination. I will unceasingly, without hesitation, pray for the restoration of your lives. You're blessed. You survived. Rest in heaven to the ones who died. And if my opinion, prayers, or point of view offends you, I apologize sincerely the arsonist, and I totally get taking care of yourself because I've worked multiple jobs from the time that I was about 16 years old, two jobs, three jobs, four jobs at one time, and it has taken a toll on my health to the point that I'm not able to work in the the usual settings. What I was once able to do, I can't do anymore. My blood pressure was they were over stroke range, but God shut me down. He shut me down for me to take care of myself, for me to be able to watch my last child grow to be 18, for me hopefully to see my grandchildren grow up, and you have to take care of yourself. So I wholeheartedly support that, and it's not just about getting rest and drinking water. A lot of it is your mental and a lot of people don't know that when your mind is not right, 
it takes a toll on your body as well. So by all means, just to take care of yourself, and I will be watching and waiting and wishing and hoping and praying and listening for your return back and being very healthy. And and all of this is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take care, Queen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you. Please make me a friend on Facebook. Please, please, please. I want to stay in contact with you, sis. Even if we become prayer friends, we need to interview. Yes. And so much. Most definitely. I am having difficulty. I guess it was meant for me to have technical difficulties so I can show you guys some stuff. Um I don't know. I'm having computer issues. I don't know. I guess God is saying because I said I was going to only. I said I was going to do two hours, but like I said, I'm hot and this medicine is killing me. So I said, okay, I'll only do an hour. But the, the computer literally just shut me out, where so I can't end the show. So I feel like that's God wanting me just to go a little bit longer. And I had something that I wanted to share with you guys because, like I said, besides the fact that we won the award for best um, poet um, radio station this. This year, again, and that's why we are four-time award-winning. Besides that fact, um, uh, my husband decided to enter me in a contest of some sort, and he was telling me that um, some type of way I won. Now, I don't know what the contest consists of, but I did. um, He sent the plaques to me. And I promised him I wouldn't open them until tonight, and I haven't. So I was going to open them for you guys. Um, but I'm still a little worried about the computer and this, whatever it is it's doing because <laughs> if it doesn't allow me to fix, then I won't be able to get to the next caller, period. So just bear with me real quick. Um, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, my girl's going to bring me a knife real quick. Why well, I still try to get on because I have to cut this thing open. Um, there's some type of straps on it or what have you. Um, you want to bring it over to me, B? Well, while you do that, let me just say that I did love Miss the Artemis. Her poem, I do want to say I appreciate you even trying your best to. You got laryngitis and you still wanted to talk to us. That makes me feel very, very, very special. And you said a whole bunch of things in your poem, but the only message that I really got is that you have to make, like, turn your lemons into lemonade. You know, like you said, um, some people lost their lives and some people lost their homes, so, like, don't worry about your home because somebody else, you know, doesn't have a life so they can have a home, so that's really not important. So, you know, like, that's how I just summed it up. Like, you just want to make your lemons, turn your lemons into lemonade. And I really, really, really did like it. Like, you know, we was talking about Chi-Town, but I forgot about, I didn't forget, but, you know, we didn't speak about Irma and Jose and Ethel and Joseph and all these hurricanes that's coming to the United States, wiping people out in an instant, you know. So I do want to shout out Texas and um, Florida and all of the West Indies that these hurricanes really, 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 really affected their life. So thank you for calling to bring me back to get out of my own head. So thank you. You're welcome. And I'm, you know, I just am praying for everybody because, like, you got fires out in California. You got 
tornadoes in Oklahoma. You got um, hurricanes all over. You got floods in over in Africa and Haiti, and you've got earthquakes in Mexico. So it's just a mess all over. It's you know pain and tragedy and loss is not just touching one area of this world. It's all over the place, and everyone has a different set of circumstances. And and I get it. But to me, you know, to lose your life or to lose the life of a loved one is so much greater than houses and cars and things. And I was speaking to a friend, and I was saying I I get it when you don't know how you're going to pick up and rebuild. I was thinking about how I would feel if, um, if I lost all of my poetry. I've been writing since I was 11 years old. And most of that is in a file cabinet in my bedroom. And to think about how I would feel if I were to lose all of that, I yes, I would be, I would be torn to pieces. But it would be so much more devastating for me to lose my child, my grandchild, or any other member of my family. You know, and I just had a girlfriend that that always used to, um, she would always talk about. The man complaining that he had no shoes, but there's a man that didn't have any feet. And so I really hold that because no matter what your situation, it can always be worse. Somebody else is actually going through worse. But we just have to stay prayerful and and just stay on the right track with God and allow him to bless us in the way that he desires to bless us and to just, you know, stay humble and be grateful. And after all of that, that's it, y'all, because I'm, I'm a big ball of emotion, and I'll be on here bawling and crying too. So um, after saying all that, much love to everybody. And I really appreciate Lowry for connecting me with you guys and for Titan reaching out and and, you know, continue to pray for him and his family and what they're going through. And so I'm really, really glad to have come to the knowledge of you guys. And I just hope everybody be blessed. And this is the Arsonist. I'm out. So, Arsonist, we appreciate you again. Send me a friend request, honey bun. I will. Good night. Good night. And rest your voice. Drink some lemon and some tea and some honey. I know Larry is at work. So I'm going to hit him because he is raising his hand twice. Larry, you are on with four-time award-winning POET Radio on the Queen's final, strictly for the listeners show. How are you, my honey? I'm all right, man. Just now getting my voice back. I'm actually not too long getting home. But um, I'm just, uh, how can I put this? I'm going to just support and show man. I'm getting my voice back because I got a couple of shows. Coming up, so I'm on the honey, tea, lemon, orange juice, everything. But um, yeah, um, I just hope that you find a good way to take care of your health. Uh, I'm praying for everybody. The man does he's, uh just everybody on the line, man. But I, I can't, I can't lie and tell you that I'm a bit heartbroken, man, because I'm a miss show. So I know I can call you, and I know I, I might try you once every now and then. I get it answering machine and I probably don't reach out again until like weeks later but I'm gonna do a better job of that. 
Um, my, my schedule is so crazy, but my heart's broken right now, man, because it's like I'm I'm on Mr. Bible the show. I know it's not going to be your last, and you got to take care of your health and things, but I just want to let you know your show is very much appreciated um, by everybody, especially myself. And uh, you just, uh, with all these tragedies going on, this is also a tragedy too, man, because, I mean, when you first said, uh, this is the final one. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> I knew you was taking care of things, but I was hoping you'd take a, like a two, three-month break or something like that. But, you know, but I don't know what else to say, man. I'm, I'm heartbroken. I'm torn. You know, it's just... <laughs> God willing, I will be back, you know, whether it's this avenue or another avenue. God willing, God has a plan for us all. Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah. he wants to show me something. I'm trying to keep my eyes open to see it, you know. So God got a plan. Yeah. really does. Definitely, man. Um, that's all I wanted to say. What's up, them baby mama, Miss Casey Case, and everybody on the line up. I would have loved to have done something, but I'm not at full. I'm at like 60% and I ain't trying to embarrass myself, so I got to, you know, be on that. I'm, I'm making some honey tea and lemon as we speak. So, uh, Godspeed to you. I just hope the most important thing is whatever's going on, you know, with your health that you, you know, just take care of that mind. And I'm, you know, calling in from time to time and, uh, you know, check on you and make sure that you, you know, doing whatever you're supposed to do to get back to full health, because that's the most important thing right now. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We wish we could have heard you sing, but we know how you sang anyway, so we're going to just let it let it be what it be and call it a day. You know I appreciate you very, very, very much. I really, really do. So. Definitely. I, definitely. Oh, definitely. I'm actually on so I can make me some tea, too. So I'm about to be like you and have me some tea and some honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, your boys, I know you're going to be on some type of tour soon, so. But Again, yes. <laughs> crazy, Again. I can't get you off the lines yet, so just work with me two seconds, two seconds. <laughs> but um, I do, I, I watch the playback. I definitely gave you a shout-out. I definitely do appreciate you, and I thank, I thank you for always being there, you know. So, um, like I said, if you missed the beginning, I was kind of emotional in the beginning of he was messing with me, and you know they are. Y'all already know. I tried not to be that emotional, but I really, really just was. So um, it is. All right. You know. Yeah, but the line says I was able to fix this daggone screen. I don't know what's going on with my screen tonight. It's like the screen doesn't even want it to be my last show. It just keeps cutting on now and doing what it do. But we gonna get on. We got West, West Maryland. You are on with three, four. Time award winning. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, four time award winning POET radio. This is Queen Amina on her final strictly for the listeners. Are you spitting or are you supporting? I'm spitting. How are you doing, Queen? Oh, that's my brother. Brother Rob, Brother Rob. How to do, how to do. Brother Rob, the poet Brown, or Brother Rob, if you don't feel like saying the whole thing. You know I would have come in through to make some noise on your last episode. Wait it. <laughs> I knew you was. I knew you wouldn't leave me hanging. Brother Rob, I hope you didn't tune in until an hour in because they had me crying. You know, I don't like the fact I, 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 I
I was watching. I was watching. I got my man to switch with me. I, he was supposed to switch with me Monday because I was trying to get on um, Voices Behind the Pen, but he reneged on me. So I was like, dude, don't leave me hanging on this one, all right? And I was sitting at the front desk watching and stuff. I had to catch myself because I almost got a little misty with you and stuff and whatnot. I got to keep my professionalism going on and shit. But, you know, you kind of touch my little emotions, too. And, you know, I, you know me, I'm going to call you. I always, you know, we talk at least two or three times a week. But I'm kind of like Larry. It's still a little piece. It seems like it's going somewhere and stuff because we're so used to seeing you every other Wednesday and stuff, you know. But, uh, you know, help comes first. You know, we talk and stuff. And I understand where you're staying and everything and stuff. But, uh, you know. Let me go ahead and get my sit on and stuff. I got to do my one of you know, I got a whole lot of stories, but this is one of your favorites. And baby mama, I know you're gonna like it too. This piece this piece is um called Franchise Soap Franchise Soap Opera. And it goes like this. You hear me? Because I got you on speakerphone. Do you hear me clearly? Okay, groovy, groovy, groovy. All right. Our story starts out with Little Debbie. Nasty, slutty little trick. Don't nobody know how she got this way. Somebody says she used to be Rick James' bitch. She was a neighborhood whore. Everybody had some. Big Bird, Barney, Mr. Snuffle up against the Seven Dwarfs. Little Debbie would do it to anybody. She didn't care if he was Oriental, Latino, white, or black. She even tried to show little Michael Evans some good times, but y'all know Michael Evans don't get down like that. Little Debbie was cute. One could understand the attraction. One day she went to McDonald's for lunch. Ronald seen that Coke bottle frame and said, yeah, I want some of that action. So Ronald gave Debbie a free meal, and they sat down to discuss what they was going to do. Betty Crocker tried to intervene. She pulled Ronald to the side and said, Ronnie, I wouldn't mess with that one if I was you. Ronald got into his feelings and said, you say you're a damn fool. I'm a grown-ass clown. I do what the hell I want to do. And if you were hands up and said, cool, fine, Slim, it's all on you. P.G.I.F. The work week is through. Ronald met Debbie at the Motel 6 at the corner of Clark and Fifth Avenue, and she put it on him. She did all the work. All Ronald had to do was lay on his back. I tell you, family, Ronald ain't never had nobody make his star burst like that. She put him to sleep. When he woke up, she was gone, dear friends, and all Ronald wanted for Debbie to do that same thing one more day. Ronald went to the grocery store searching for little Debbie, but there was no little Debbie to be found. He was looking everywhere, even on the top shelves, jumping up and down, getting kind of pissed off because he kind of don't know what to do. Turned the corner, saw Betty Crocker, and Betty said, I told you. Ronald said, what you talking about? She said, man, she a freak. She got a one-one plan with the Burger King. And Ronald was like, what? She said, yep, and everybody knows. Because she told Dolly Madison, who told Victoria, who can't keep a secret. She told the Pet Boys, who told the Pop Pop Girls. Now, everybody's laughing at Ronald McDonald. Now, naturally, Ronald's feeling like a fool. The object of everybody's ridicule. And you can't blame Ronald. He's always working hard, plus he knew little to nothing about the broad cheek. And everybody knows McDonald's and Burger King got that ongoing beef. So Ronald cooked up a little scheme to make little Debbie strictly his. He figured all he had to do was to perform a hit, but he needed permission before he could do it. So Ronald went over to Sweet Daddy Williams' house. But Sweet Daddy was out of town, so he went to his old lady, Miss Maud. Miss Maud gave him a nod. Now Ronald McDonald formed himself a hit squad. First person he went to was Mr. Clean. Now, most folks don't know, but in the underworld, Mr. Clean is a powerful hit man known to do a top job, leaving the place thick and span. No DNA, no traces. But naturally, his services came with a heavy cost. Plus, Ronald was saving up his money so he could go on vacation over South Park. He went to Popeye's with the scheme. Popeye said, I can't roll. I'm getting off in 20 minutes, meeting up with little seats at the Pizza Hut for a friendly game of dominoes. 
He went to Uncle Ben's with the scheme. Uncle Ben said, let me find out. But I can't roll. I told Aunt your mama I'd be home at 630 with some chicken wings from the Chinese carryout. He went to Captain Crunch with the scheme. Captain Crunch was like, really, though? If she all up on the king's nuts like that, let her ass go. Hang out with me. Party tonight at Papa John's. They got pizza, beer, weed, and plenty of cherry hoes. Come on and get yourself some. Ronald's getting saying to himself, where are all the real thug brothers? He looked up the street, saw beavers and buttheads, and nah, not them two dumb motherfuckers. They be done shot each other. He even went to Mr. Cosby with the scheme he was pushing. But Mr. Cosby said, maybe later, right now, I just want to eat a big old bowl of the jello pudding. <laughs> Ronald said, you know what? I can't get no decent help, so I'm going to have to rock this one out all by myself. But he didn't know where Burger King hung out at. He couldn't move, but so fast, he needed a reliable source. So once again, he found himself talking to Betty Crocker's gossip ass. Betty said the word on the street is that Burger King, Lil Zabby, Cream of Wheat Man, and Dairy Queen was going to a couple's party over at Wendy's. You want to do your hit? That's where you can get them. Ronald said, what time? She said about 7 Ronald said, well, thanks for making my job easy. Betty said, just remember one thing. I ain't one of the gossips. You ain't heard nothing from me. So Ronald cut through the deer park to save herself a little time, got to Wendy's house and peeped through the living room blinds and saw a dairy queen butt naked on the couch. Cream of wheat man was trying to get some. After a closer look, he noticed cream of wheat man on his knees eating like he was that red robin. Yum. But that's not who he came to see. He must be in the bedroom, G. So Ronald cut through the deer cut through the Olive Garden and hid behind the tree where the apples be, and there they were, Burger King and Little Debbie doing the do. Ronald felt some kind of way watching Burger King running his king size snicker in and out of Little Debbie's juicy fruit. Emotion kicked in. He aimed in, and he started to shoot, unloading the whole damn clip. Unfortunately, Burger King and Little Debbie got hit. Y'all should know how the rest of the story goes, but now Ronald is doing 30 years to life. Unfortunately, his cellmate is Bernie, and now Ronald McDonald is tasting the rainbow. I'm done. Brother Rob, uh, peace, 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 peace. I just knew you was going to come and make me smile. Like, you know that I needed to hear little Debbie. I was so sad and crying and depressed, and my heart was just hurting. And you came and you put a smile on my face. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Rob. I really, really appreciated it and needed that. It's a beautiful thing. You know that is both of our favorite piece, and we have to go that much that we definitely needed that. I've been, like, honestly, I smiled so hard, I think I pulled one of my new braids off. That was that funny. (laughs) (laughs) I needed that. I needed that. My girl Kwana said, I'm so dumb. My girl... My cousin Candy said, I got to go, Mina. It's cool, Candy. I love you. My girl Shamanada is cracking up at you. Um, <laughs> and don't give up on what makes you happy. Keep that, buddy, keep that bubbly spirit of yours, woman. I'm going to. God has you. Take care of yourself and fill the faith. I love you personally, and and I have since the first time we met. Uh, Aisha Colson, you know you my girl. You know next time I'm coming, you can do my braids. My daughter did these, but, you know, when I cut to Philly, it's going to be you. Um, Kwana, hit her up. She do braids in Philly. Um, but brother, brother Rob, that's why I had to give you the shout-out today, and um, I wasn't trying to put you on blast or make you all mushy. But, um, you know, it's been a lot of people on this ride that has truly blessed me and made me feel awesome, like totally awesome soft. And um, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even have the networking partners that I have. So I thank you. For everything, and you know, wherever I go, you go too, and that's just what it's always going to be. It's a beautiful thing. It's just a beautiful thing. Got mad love for you, Queen. Much love. 
always on the prayer list and stuff. And uh, trust me, I know you ain't going nowhere. We just got to convince everybody else. No, yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll let y'all know. Just let me get together. I mean, seriously, just let me get it together because if I fall apart on the air, y'all really going to be upset. Okay? So let me just get it together. Let me get it together. Brother Rob, I'm actually going to leave you unmuted as long as you want to be unmuted because, you know, tonight I'm collecting special guests. We got Titan unmuted, my bro. Now we got Brother Rob unmuted, my big bro. So um, we're going to go from there. We got a, a Southeast caller, but I see it. Let's play next and it looks like black eyes. So I want to get to both of them really, really quickly. And um, I'm not sure who I want to hear first because Kylie, Kylie is my woman crush. I need you to know I'm, I'm not an idea. I'm sorry. But Kylie's voice, she's my woman crush. She starts to sing. Matter of fact, I'm going to put her on after black eyes because she might make me cry. Because last time she got called in, she sang and I cried and it was uncontrollable. And I don't want to cry because I still got some good news for y'all. I just got to kind of cue it up so that my husband can say some things to y'all from Kuwait. Um, it's about 11.30, he should be on lunch or something, and I think he's trying to reach me because I keep seeing it pop up. So um, let me get the black ice real quick because you all know if it wasn't for him, we would not have this platform. Black ice, black ice, black ice. I am so blessed that you called in tonight on four times. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Four national, times. national, 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 four-time national. National, national, let's not forget Nationally, worldwide, award-winning, POET Radio. How are you, my brother? Peace, Queen. I'm doing well. How are you? But I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous, and um, I'm just, just trying to stay in prayer and trying to stay the strong queen that I am because every time I go to one doctor, they send me to another, and I'm just praying that all of this internal cutting and pride and then getting it done is um, really getting them to the bottom of it. I'm waking up crying. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And uh, this medicine got me so hot. I'm ready to strip in front of y'all. I'm not going to lie. It got me so hot. But I'm I'm God's daughter. So whatever he wants to go on with me, it's going to go on with me. uh, And that you are. And, and, you know, God allows us to go through a journey for our edification and, and for those who are around watching us for their edification. Because people look at you you know, as an example, you know, and and a, a, as a role model, actually, and they wondering how you're going to deal with this thing. You know, there are people who are going through things that are similar, and they don't have the strength that you have. And so sometimes God allows us to go through things to be an example for others on how to maintain our character and and you know control ourselves as far as faith is concerned, even through our storms. So at the end of the day, he gets glorified, we get edified, and the people around us get edified by watching God's goodness work through us. So I have faith. And I I, I know that you won't never get rid of my place at Power, so I'll, you know, I'll be back. I just, uh, I don't want to keep telling y'all, you know, no show this week, no show this week, and then, you know. Right. Right. Well, hope. Health is, health is always first. You know, health is always first. And, you know, these things were here before you got here, and prayerfully they'll be here after we're gone. Someone else will pick up the mantle. But I just remember you coming on Monday night and hosting with us on Monday night. And, you know, I saw the potential that you had on Monday night coming on as a special guest. And, and we 
were talking and I was talking about, you know, you doing your own show. And at the time you broke off and did your own show and I supplied you with two co-hosts, Benny Amin and Sage. Um, I believe it was at that time, Natalie Shields. And, um, sooner or, or, or actually, you know, not too long after that, they broke off and, um, life had hit them and it just came down to you. And you said, Hey, black guys, I can handle this by myself. And um, true, true enough, you you handled it by yourself, and you did an excellent job, and you did a marvelous job, and you, your personality is so strong that you know um, it's magnetizing. It's magnetizing, you know. So when you're on, people can't help but to tune in and to watch and to listen and to um, get the Queen Amina experience. I hope that I've touched everybody in the right way. And I gave you a special shout-out. But, uh, brother, we need you to keep doing what you're doing in Chi-Town, correcting these babies, standing with the mothers that have lost their sons, standing with the youth, going everywhere, touching. Black Ice, for those who don't know, he's even showing, at your lo- showing up at your local wedding, serenading your brides, okay? so I didn't I, know you'd be watching me, Queen. You know, I'll be watching you, bro. You already know. <laughs> I said, I support you all. I support everything that all of you do. I might be quiet with it, but I, I definitely know that we are all family. And I, even if I'm just watching, I gotta, I'm going to support you in any way, shape, form, or fashion that I can. I see you. You everywhere. You may, you know you on the news. You get just five minutes in with Chicago News. I, I see you everywhere. And they need Chicago needs you right now. It needs that voice. It needs that change. Because the way these children are just destroying each other. It's going to need you to help rebuild and edify that generation under them so that they have a reason for Chicago to continue living. So, thank Absolutely. You. And, I, and I don't know if you heard about the 19-year-old um, that was just at a hotel party here in the suburbs of Chicago with a group of um, young, young adults, a group of teens, and, and, and um, she ended up being found dead in a freezer, 19 years old. And so we got a lot of work to do with our young people, you know, and, you know, they're, they're on Facebook Live and drinking cough syrup and liquor and, and, and energy drinks. And it's just crazy what's going on with these young people and in our youth. So we, have, we do have a lot of work to do. I'm just blessed that Poet has taken upon the challenge to try to reach the, the minds of these youth. Chicago is going to take over Poet. It is definitely going to take over Poet. Because, uh, I mean, poets are going to definitely take over Chicago because they need you. They're going to embrace you. They're going to embrace everything that you guys are doing because, I'm be honest, before you called in, we spoke about this young girl. We spoke about the friends, the fake friends, the fact of them making up the lie, the fact that they felt like being in a room while a young child was being raped was normal. It's a lot of things that we wouldn't ever, when we were younger, even fathom thinking about or even saying out loud, and these kids of these generations are doing, and they're so confident in doing it, they go live and let everybody in the world see it, and and it's heartbreaking. But with your voice and the things that everybody that follows Poet and that are part of Poet, Daniel, Kylie, well, Analog Soul, you know I love you, everybody, Brother O, you know, everybody, those voices are going to be those voices that change Chi-Town. And I love the fact you got the youth part of Poet. That is going to be something that makes an impact like crazy, and I'm glad I got to be a part of it. I'm glad you found me from states away 
this has been an experience and a ride, and it motivated me to be a better queen. And I thank you so much for reminding me what my voice was really for. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm going to step out the way so that someone else can come in and show you some love, and I'm going to share a piece with you called Mahogany. Here we go. Goddess of the universe, Mother Earth, you were the first. You were there from the beginning, from the cradle to the tomb, the womb that birthed me life. Spiritually, my mother, my sister, my daughter, my rib, my wife. The most underappreciated creature of God in your praise is long overdue. Because see, before I was even conscious of a God, I knew mother. Mama, I knew you. Queen Amina, I was there when you ruled Egypt from a golden throne. You took the cradle of civilization and you made it your home. Queen Amina, I was there when you stood by King Solomon's side as all of Jerusalem kneeled by his feet. He had a whole nation in the palms of his hands, but without Queen Amina, King Solomon was incomplete. Queen Amina, I was there when the angel Gabriel came to you when, and told you that you're going to have a son. Blessed is Mary, mother among all mothers from your womb is where we got our Savior from. You got us through 400 years of slavery and 100 years of segregation. And you're such a blessing because when you teach a man, you teach an individual. But when you teach a woman, you teach a nation. And you're so amazing that in the 50s you organized us. In the 60s you went to jail for the cause. In the 70s y'all had white women wearing afros. And in the 80s you became head of the household because the black man had flaws. And despite it all, even in the worst situation, you were able to make it better. See, my dear used to cook and clean and scrub floors and be a nanny for white folks, but still came home and raised five children by herself, but somehow managed to keep the family together. How many people remember when Big Mama was our doctor, when she was our counselor, could cook a meal without a recipe and tell you what it was missing by taking one little taste? It could discipline you with the switch from the nearest tree, and if you were ashy, she would take that one thumb and a little bit of spit and wipe that dry spot right off of your face. But something has happened to my queen. Somebody's been whispering in her ear and telling her that sex sells, so you just robe. Physically and morally exposed and on BET and all the other video shows, now, black queen, they look at you as just another hoe. But despite all the rough edges and, and, and beneath all the rubble, I'm still convinced by your touch that if one woman turned this world upside down, then another woman can turn it right side up. Look at Oprah Winfrey, a self-made billionaire. Harpo had the morning slot on lock, and the other networks were so scared that they refused to put a decent program on at 9 o'clock. Look at Venus and Serena. They're so bad that they stampede over the competition like white nose, and almost every year they're the last two left. And one sister ended up playing the other sister in the finals. And look at our sister Queen Amina. She has a beautiful spirit. She's going to fight for her life. And we're truly on Wednesday night going to miss her because on Wednesday night was the night that she brought the whole world strictly for the listeners. Queen Amina inside of you is the cure for every disease known to man, the answer to every prayer that we've ever prayed. You are truly divine and have been sent 
Inside of you, black queen, is a look into the future. Through you will be our next black president. This is Black Ice giving you the presentation of the black queen's biography. Queen Amina, I love you for your Afrocentricity. And Queen, I love you for your spirituality. For you, Queen Amina. For you, baby. For you, my sister. For you, ah, mahogany. That's that piece. Nah, I thought I thought Analog Soul was gonna make me. I know it was gonna be you. <laughs> if you know, you only you can do it like that. You already know. I thank you, brother. I'm gonna get back to the lines. I'm trying to root his hair and stop sweating to death. I wanted to try to get my husband live because he he sent this award that he entered us. He entered me as far as tribute to the listeners. Contest and apparently I won something, so he asked me not to open it into this show. So I'm going to try to do that in the next five minutes. But I got people raising their hands, so bear with me two seconds. Like Be- I- before 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 you go, baby, let me congratulate you because you now are now a national spoken award award winning radio show host. So congratulations. Thank you so much, brother. You know. Without you, I wouldn't even be here. So you me. In any and every speech I will give until I am old, gray, and wrinkly, black ice, you will be in it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. We got a Northwest New York caller. You are on with four-time nationally award-winning three P-O-E-T radio, strictly for the listeners, Queen Amina's very last show, very last show. Just bear with the queen. I am going to get you live and popping. Um, are you spitting on support? Let me just ask that question. I am spitting tonight. I spitting tonight. Who we got on the line? You are on the line with Buffalo's Ace of Freestyle, Spoken Word and Poetry, Legendary. Legendary. How are you, sis? I thank you for calling. Well, this is actually a brother. I know I sound strange, but that's all right. All right. You know what? You just got one of the soft voices. You whisper to the girls. It's okay. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, that's all right. I actually, um, well, first and foremost, I'm actually one of the co-hosts of Voices Behind the Pen on Monday nights. Um, I had definitely called into your show before, but the topic was so passionate. I didn't get a chance to spit, but... Brother Titan had let me know this was your last show, and I was like, I got to support. I've never been able to call in. I got to call in, show what I can do, especially since this might be your last show. And I was kind of like, man, I never got a chance to call in and support. So it's only fitting that I call in and, first of all, give my best and definitely uh, congratulate you on everything you've done and, you know, blessings upon blessings upon blessings wherever you go. You know, poet ain't the last stop. This is just, uh, you know, only the threshold. Start. This is definitely the start. I'm on, I'm just taking some time to get my health ready because I don't want to fall apart on the air. So just bear with the queen. Um, and I will be back. You know, God willing, um, as long as there's breath in my lungs, I know I have a mission. And I know that my mission is to touch each and every one of you one poem at a time. And I'm not uh-huh. Absolutely, and I tell people all the time, self-care is not selfish. You know, ah. we we have our missions and our duties, but what good is doing any of that if you yourself ain't right? You know, you can't bring peace if you're in pieces. 
you know. That is the truth. Well, you got the floor because we got like a few more people that's raising their hands. So um, please, with your peace and thank you. Oh, and find me on YouTube because I will be on my YouTube still on a daily basis. It's the Queen okay. Speak. Nice. Well, I'm a freestyle poet, so since it's your last show, what I'm going to do is you're going to give me a topic, and I'm going to go off completely off the top of my head with my piece. I want you to talk about family unity. That's one of the most important things to me. Mom, dad, brother, sister, baby brother, baby sister, auntie, uncle, most of these are just titles that we live by until one of us hollers uncle. But see, now we have different names. Now we have different titles. Now we have different races, different faces, and everyone seems to be confused about the roles of their places. But what about what happened to the days when our places were together? Never mind who was pulling rank, but now we all got to work together because now society is pulling rank. I, the classless, yes, I flunked out of my class, but the school of hard knocks knocks on my door, but that's all right, because mama prepared me to know what to do when that hot water tank ain't working. Papa prepared me to know what to do when there is no dryer, when there is no washer. When I get sick and there's no pills I can take or no bonds I can break, well, shoot. Be strong enough for baby sister, because she is one day going to become a woman, and she has to have at least one example of what a protective man looks like, and that's on me. Even though I may be the younger or bigger brother, my title is still brother and brother you can harm my sister because if this was your sister you wouldn't have it from another mister see family unity stop defining everyone by the gender role who said it was a man's job to bring in the income see incoming with the real truth the real truth is Family unity isn't about who brings the good sex. Family unity isn't about who brings home the bacon or who's baking in the bacon or who brings home the bacon or the money. You see, it doesn't matter who fills the fridge with cows and pigs as long as our sons are not raised to be pigs and our daughters are not raised to be gold diggers. And somehow we have a history about people being gold diggers and on the backs of the gold diggers where everyone was making gold except the diggers. But now, see, we are the winners because we took that gold. We found something better than gold. We found something that was black. And before we became diamonds, we accepted that we were rocks, solid as a rock, as Samson, Simpson and Sanford once sang. And see, my words are getting twisted because right now I think about their mama and the songs that she sang. And I think about Big Brother and the lessons that he taught when we were in the yard playing basketball. I think about Little Sister and how she needs that role model. And now she had to lean on me to stand tall. And I think about Little Nephew as my own son because I don't yet have one. And I think I may be one of the only ones not walking around here. Someone in our generation has to do more than drink, smoke, and make daughters and make sons, but you see, family unity has been distorted. I wish we could all come together as one, because if we don't, who succeeds? Who's, quote-unquote, winning? Who's, quote-unquote, grinding? It's funny how we all need to be on our grind, yet nobody aspires to be a stripper. It's funny how we're all on our hustle, yet we don't want our youth to become drug dealers. It's funny how we want to keep our youth out of prisons, and yet we say that the poems we spit are we spitting bars. So does that mean my saliva is a prison that I'm spitting at your children? Family unities cannot be united through jail cells. Meanwhile, the mitochondria and myself is running out of energy because 
because I can't hold the family by myself. The woman cries, but I can't hold the family if I'm constantly being beat down by lies as the man. And meanwhile, the children cry, where are mama and daddy? I don't care who started it. I don't care whose fault it is. I just need both of you right now. Where's big brother? Where's baby sister? Where's big sister? Where's auntie? Where's uncle? You know what? I look to the sky and I just cry, uncle, because I've had enough. All I've ever wanted was a family. And I don't need one. I don't need two. I don't need the many. I just need one. But we can't do that if everyone wants to be everything. And there's always a standard where we're considered no one. One day I want us to be family. And I don't mean family by putting a fist in the air. I want us to be a family where it doesn't matter who plays what role. I just want to know that one time in my life, somebody, anybody cared. And that's that piece. That piece was awesome. Legendary, I'm sad that this is my first time hearing you. I am. I'm I'm honestly sad because you are one of those people that I would have been like, and you better call in on the second and fourth Wednesday. That was phenomenal. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And um, I did try to call one show, but... One of the topics got so deep into it, it was like, maybe I better try that. And I never got back to supporting the show, which I really feel bad about. But um, I'm definitely, I could be. And Titan always tells me about the show, and I always tell him, you know, send love. Because definitely, you know, member or not, we're all poets. We're all family. And, you know, I wish you the best. And by the way, that was completely off the top of my head, off the dome, as I say. I don't have no pen, no pad, no nothing. That was Awesome sauce. Baby mama, anything to say? Tighten anything to say? I'm, I'm just need him to rewind this show so he can know what to write down because he needs to – he got to say that one more time. He that got poem – that poem was like, huh? He made – like, he just said that off of one word? Like, he had a whole 15-minute speech. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Legendary, we are down to our last 20 minutes. I Please, I'm begging you to please find me on Facebook because, as I said again, once I get myself better, there is no holding me down. I'll be back to worry about me for a little bit. But I will be back. This I promise. This I promise. Okay? So, Legendary, find me on YouTube, The the Queen Speaks, because I'm on there all the time. Um Find me on Facebook and make me a friend, Poetess Queen Amina, and I thank you for blessing the mic. Please continue to hold. we got some more people raising their hand. I want to try to get to everybody real quick because we're down to last 20-18 minutes, okay? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for freestyling for us. You made my night. No, no problem, no problem. Let's see real quick. Southeast Texas. Southeast Texas, you've been raising your hand. I'm so sorry you're on with four-time nationally award-winning POET Radio. Are you spitting or supporting? I'm spitting. You're spitting. Well, you got the floor. Who we have on the line? Yes, this is President Todd Morris. President Todd Morris. What are you president of? President of all Internet Okay, so I'm going to, I just, I, 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 for some reason, I just know that voice. And I remember one show we had that same Southeast Texas caller call and say a lot of, Things that negative things, yeah, and and you know what? I've I've already experienced so much death and frustration, and today I'm not for it because the old me 
will actually say something in the Southeast Texas that all of y'all will never forget. Now I want y'all to look at me right now, okay, because I love y'all, okay? So let me get to this East Virginia caller. East Virginia, you are on with three-time award-winning, four-time nationally award-winning POET Radio. Are you spitting or supporting? Hey, what's going on? I can spit for you. I say a couple words. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, what's going on? I remember voices, and you know you do that nerdy poetry that we love. So, ah, 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 what up? How you doing? You know, <laughs> you remember me and stuff. That was up. I like that. We, we work with that. I'm a fan. All, all specials I'm, and stuff. Definitely, definitely. So, how you been? I'm good. Uh, on my way to work as usual. You know, I be working on the opposite schedule with everybody when everybody sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, just thought I'd well, kick in. Definitely. You got the floor. You got the floor. And I thank you for tuning in on my last episode for Strictly for the Listeners. Um, um, and I said, I'll be back, you know. but I'm in a constant part, always supporting. Because if you wasn't a constant part, I definitely would not know your voice. So, thank you. Got you. In this past almost two years. Thank you so much. But you got the floor. I know you're walking to work. All right. So uh, I'm going to do something special since it's going to be a little jam. I'm going to throw a little something I'd rather I do something that I'd rather do. You know what I'm saying? Since it's, uh, I don't want to say a special occasion, but it's, a, it's an occasion. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Anybody not familiar with this voice? That's why AKA Cyber and the Professor had a blue mind. And, I don't know what this first half has to do with anything on my phone, but I'm going to do it just because. All right, here we go. <laughs> See, I've been told I didn't go out much. So I sit in my thoughts as music rewinds and rewinds constantly like thoughts. I thought I'd take a trip because, again, people say I don't go out much. So the day I decided to go out, I came across a documentary of the Grand Canyon, and it was talking about how everybody travels just to see its marvels. It made me wonder how I thought of you as a marvel. You know, the type of beauty you would only see in the movies. Nowadays, that feeling has changed into something you only see in the movies, like driving full speed, going headfirst through a window and surviving, walking away like it was nothing. Something, again, you only see in the movies. See, after you left, it's like time slowed down, like reopening eyelids after first kiss on cycle of repeat. See, I'm left with baskets of memories, which reek of hindsight, stained with emotions. I use liquor to try to remove these stains as thoughts cycle. Dry conversations try to air out as they bounce off of walls. I just sit and stare. See, I've grabbed more pens in the concept of love, both ending in lines of broken hearts. I'm like... Dang, only reminded how steep and rocky life has been and love has been since you left. See, I don't like anything that starts with an A or a Z, so yes, that means I don't even like my own state. Nor do I like my own bird because it's affiliated with the cardinals of that word that I refuse to say. So I avoid Arizona nowadays. 
I don't like this TV. And as that documentary, and you know what? I'm going to say this live. I hate traveling that much more. See, I was going to go out today because people say I don't get out much. But I saw something about the Grand Canyon and thought of you. Now I'm going to sit here and do laundry as memory cycle. That's why I am at the poets. That's that piece. Now, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's why we are welcome. I appreciate you. Um, you're already on my Facebook. Find me on YouTube. That's where I'll be until I can come back. I'm thanking you for everything. I truly, truly am. Um, just um, just know you are appreciated. The support is definitely appreciated. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Um, anything you want to say to SYA? Oh, we might have lost baby mama. I know her phone was on the other Oh, are you here? Anything you want to say to SYA real quick? I want to say thank you for coming. And, um... Left in the mic on your last on our last show. Um, that poem was very awesome too. It's like it's like y'all just know this is a farewell show, so everybody coming to stay in a A game. Not saying that you never came with your A game, but it's like you come with your A plus today. Mm-hmm. Making sure that we be yeah, making sure that we being sent off in the right way. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and supporting. Not a problem. Okay. Um, and I saved the best for last. Analog Soul has been blessing the line that she's been holding and she's been listening, and I love her so much that I had to save her for last, and then I'm going to do a poem and open this thing and do what is done. But um, Analog Soul, you are on time now. Hello. You're beautiful. Hello, my sister. How are you? <laughs> I am blessed. Now that I heard your voice, I'm not even gonna lie. I just you, you see, I had to take that deep sigh once I heard you. But your voice, feeling bad. I could just hear you. You could just all you have to do in the recording is say, "Queen, I'm right here. I'll get them for you." Just say that in the recording and send it to me. <laughs> you <can> say, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I work. I tell you what. I work on that. <laughs> When my voice is at a hundred percent, but I definitely had to call in. Definitely had to make sure that you know that I support you from day one. I supported you. Um, I, I love your energy. I love your style. I love your wisdom. I love when your mom comes on. You know, all of that. You know, <laughs> everything that you do. Um, you do it sincerely. You do it from your heart. And it definitely uh, comes across the airwaves. I am so very proud of you. I want to congratulate you on being a queen and living and walking in that path. You were put on this earth for a purpose, and you are walking in it. The re- you know, sometimes 
when you are doing so many good things, the enemy tries to throw little things at you, you know. So don't don't but don't let it stop you. It means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Everything will will turn out the way that it's supposed to. Okay? As long as you keep your mind right. And you know, you know you have a huge support system. You got a support system that you ain't even felt a hug from. Who got that? Who could say that? Who could say that? Okay. So, you know, I just really, you know, wanted to make sure that I expressed that to you today. Um, You know, congratulations on being a, you know, four-time National Poetry Award-winning P.O.E.P. Radio, strictly for the listeners, because you are the hostess (laughs) extraordinaire. (laughs) But, yeah, we got to get you a a trophy. Talk to friends about getting your trophy. That's what I need. That's what I need. That is what I need. Yes, ma'am. We sure do. <laughs> well, do you have a piece for us on my last show to close I, I'm not going to do a piece. I'm going to do a little short thing because I actually have laryngitis. Okay. And I'm not supposed to be doing this, but this is for you. <laughs> when, when, when I think about you, and the possibilities that you, uh, you know, as a personality, as a woman, as a queen, uh, have been doing. I think about this older song called uh, Black Butterfly. You remember that? I do. <laughs> I'm going to give you half a second of that <laughs> as I sip this tea. For... <laughs> Everybody's sipping the tea. You know what? Let me just sip mine real quick then. Okay. Hey, yeah. That's what you got to do. We got to get in the mood for this now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> can you hear me? Sorry, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right, here we go. Black <clears throat> butterfly set the world on fire. Rise up even higher. Through the ancient winds of time. And touch your wings. And that's all you get in the night. What? <laughs> so, yes, you made it six minutes, and I'm glad you were that short because I have a poem that I have Beautiful. never, never done. I wrote this and I use it as a banner or as a background. I've never done this. So I'm going to leave you unmuted. And I'm going to do this poem for y'all because I want to see how I do it because I wrote it for a reason and I want to see if that reason comes out because of how I'm feeling right now. So bear with me, and then I'm going to let my husband close out the show because he's been waiting on and he's on lunch, so I want to hurry up and get to him. So really quick, I need to know, do you feel my pain? Because sit tight, I'm going to tell you a story of a little black girl who almost went insane. How people in this world just wanted to use her in vain. How about I make you feel the queen's pain? Close your eyes. I want to tell you about a little girl who was never loved. By any man in her world, not even her father, she was always pushed and shoved. They always shoved her away like she mean nothing to him at all. It's like they wanted to see black black women on their knees always made to crawl. But despite all this, 
I overcame it all. I wanted to know what life had to really bring and how far my damn soul had to take these things. The pain in my heart turned to rage, and I'm surprised that I didn't go on a killing rampage. Everyone kicked me while I was down, and I swear to you all, I was ridiculed all over town. The words of others just made me work harder than ever, and I won't give up, never. Now, can you feel the pain, the fact of why I, the Queen Amina, almost went halfway insane, why I stand out and I smile when it rains, but I won't allow my daughter to be treated the same. Every man that I've ever been around, I don't feel like they ever cared for me from their heart. And even starting with my father, I felt like, God, why did you put me in this part? The madness runs so deep, but I personally will never admit defeat. I told myself that I will prove everyone wrong and that the fact that I used to sing one last love song will never go in vain. And I, the queen, will not allow myself to go insane. And this is my oath to me and the children that I have, that the ones that hurt me will always and forever feel my wrath. I will not put a finger to hurt these people, but believe you me, they will see Queen Amina, the sequel. I will let them watch me succeed and let the power and independence of me make them bleed. I need y'all to believe I, Queen Amina, will never stop until I make it to the very, very top. Right now, I need y'all to feel the pain the way I did. And this is what motivated me since a kid. I will never, ever, ever stop making the moves that God put me here for. And no matter if I got to suffer or bleed, Whatever God throws my way, I will endure. That peace. I love you all to death. I do. And I thank y'all for joining my last show on four-time nationally award-winning P-O-E-T radio. I thank y'all so much. So some type of way I'm going to try to turn things around in a certain way so that you can see him or hear him or hold on, just bear with me, bear with me, hold up, I'm trying to get to you. I'm trying to get him. I don't know what's going on with my volume, though. Hold on, people. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Um, I'm you can hear me? No, 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 no. Hold on, Keith. Hold on, baby mama. I got to see if he can hear me because I can't hear him. Okay, hold up. Got to put the phone down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't hear you. I can't hear anything. I can't hear. So I'm trying to get him live really fast. Um, I don't know if it's going to let me do. Okay. I can hear you now. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on one second. I'm going to let the people hear you. Um, You're on the charger. All right, people, I don't know if y'all can hear, but, again, I told y'all my husband is in Kuwait. I mean, I'm sorry, in Korea, 
and he entered the queen in some type of contest type of thing. So I'm trying to open the award. I wanted y'all to see him. You might not be able to see. I'm not gonna hold this in front of the screen. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him talk, and you will be able to hear him while I open this thing up. So um, go ahead. You can say what I say while I try to get this together. Again, 
like I said, I will be back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.